Would you like your practice to be more efficient at checking patients in and more precise in its record keeping? You're listening to ReachMD on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Insurance claims, denials, and the process of fighting them can be a time-consuming, money-draining aggravation for any practice. But we may be seeing a trend toward technologies that could ease these clerical and financial burdens. Welcome to the Business of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell. My guest is Nick Galantino, Chief Executive Officer of the Los Cicero Medical Group, a nine-provider internal medicine practice located in Tampa, Florida. Mr. Galantino, welcome to the show. Hello, doctor. How are you today? Good, thanks. So the technology we're talking about is actually a check-in kiosk, similar to what we see in airports and other places. Can you tell us about the kiosk and why Los Cicero decided to get one? Sure. We have two kiosks in our waiting rooms. We decided, I guess it was back three or four years ago, we moved to a new office location and we thought we did a good job with designing our office, the layout. One of the problems we had was checking patients in in an efficient manner through the front desk. Mm -hmm. There was a line out the door. That is correct. We had two receptionists at the front window. We were trying to verify benefits as patients were coming in. We have providers seeing patients as well as diagnostic testing going on in the office. We were trying to check in, I think, probably maybe nine to 12 patients every 15 minutes. It made it somewhat impossible to get done. We happened to see ClearWave had a booth, and we happened to see the kiosk product, and we thought, well, that might be an efficient way to check patients in. We looked at it. We actually tested it out in the office and saw that it made a big difference for us and gave us the ability to check people in and in a very efficient manner. So let me ask you this. So they go to the kiosk, they enter whatever, some personal medical info, they scan their medical card, and then they're checked in. But what about the copay? Do they still have to go to the front desk and go through the same process again and hand over the copay? Present time, they still do have to come to the front desk and pay their copay. The kiosk itself is designed in such a way that the magnetic card reader that is on the kiosk Mm -hmm. will enable us to process copays at some point in time. So that is coming. That is correct. I mean, that'll be magical. That'll be ideal. That would then eliminate the need for the patient to actually interact with the receptionist at any given time unless there was some type of problem with the insurance benefits or some other reason that we needed to speak with the patient personally. So one day in the near future, we will never have to interact with patients ever again. Well, we hope not. (laughs) (laughs) One of the jokes we always say is, Practicing medicine is a great job if it weren't for the patients. There you go. (laughs) So how long have you been using the kiosk? We've been using the kiosks just about three years when we did the implementation. I assume the kiosk ties in with practice management software, and I assume it ties in with only certain practice management softwares. That's correct. We use an electronic medical record in our office that has a practice management component to it. Mm -hmm. When patients do check in the kiosk, ClearWave offers a service so that the information can be interfaced directly with the EMR or the EHR. I think they're doing it on a case-by-case basis and writing the interface. I believe it's in an HL7 format. And so may I ask what practice management software you use? Sure. We are using Eclipsis Mm -hmm. Peak Practices. Okay. And what kind of hiccups did you have for the first three years getting them to talk to each other? 
that process actually went fairly smoothly once we fully implemented it. And really, all we were looking to do was to be able to show the patient in a checked-in status in the EHR and also just verify the or populate the demographic information, the patient's name, date of birth, social security number, and health insurance information. But once we got the system online, really it's been fairly seamless. And then what happens, Nick, if there's a denial? What if the kiosk says, this does not compute, this does not compute? What happens is our receptionist has a a web portal that's open on a secondary screen or monitor at her desk, and she's actually seeing people check in, fill their information out. The system itself sends the information out to a clearinghouse once the patient is done in in the form of, I think it's a 270 inquiry, to use a term of art in the insurance business, and we get back what's called a 271, all in a HIPAA-compliant environment. That 271 is either going to say, yes, everything is good, Los Cicero Medical Group is the primary care doctor assigned to the patient, the copay is X number of dollars, benefits are in place, or if the patient has a deductible, this is how much the deductible is, and this is how much is met. Or it's going to say, sorry, there's no benefits available at this time, or it may say we're not the primary care provider if it's an HMO that requires a gatekeeper. In that case, the receptionist will call the patient to the window and explain to them the problem we've had with the insurance. Sometimes it's a matter of the patient actually presented us an old insurance card. We can reprocess the insurance information from the inside of the system so the patient doesn't have to go back to the kiosk. Sometimes we've seen the patient has actually typed in a wrong date of birth, so when the benefits go out to be verified, the system can't get an electronic match. We then just update that information, resend out the 270, and then the 271 comes back approved. If for some reason the patient does not have insurance, which sometimes that does happen, we just explain to the patient that they would need to pay for the services upon conclusion of the office visit. Gotcha. If you're just joining us, you're listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Larry Caskell, your host, and my guest is Nick Galantino, Chief Executive Officer of the Lo Cicero Medical Group in Tampa, Florida, and we're talking about self-service kiosks that run insurance eligibility checks for our patients. Nick, are most of the major insurance companies aligned with these devices, or let's say is Blue Cross Blue Shield not participating? You know what? We found that most of them are. Actually, all of the major insurance companies are You know, here in Florida, when I say major insurance companies, we're talking about Blue Cross, Cigna, Aetna, Humana, AvMed, and they all participate. We haven't really had very many problems with coverage on any particular insurance. Mm -hmm. Medicare participates. So I think there may be as many as a 1,000 different insurance companies once you get down into some of the smaller independents that actually we can verify benefits on. And then you mentioned something about a magnetic strip. How does the person get that strip on their card? Sure. I think that probably in the last six months to a year, particularly Blue Cross has been doing it, United has been doing it, I think Aetna, the new insurance cards that they're issuing do have a magnetic strip on the back of the card, and it contains personal information for that patient. And so that magnetic strip can be swiped through the card swipe that's attached to the kiosk. The system will actually read the patient's health benefits, load in the date of birth, 
have the patient's address all preloaded into the system. So really the patient walks up to the system, pushes a button to just start the process, swipes their card, everything populates in the system, and the patient just pushes a button to confirm that it's accurate, and so it eliminates probably three or four screens of data entry. Mm -hmm. I assume when you did this, you were looking to cut costs, obviously from having back office chasing down denials. And so the question is, what has been the return on investment from using these kiosks? Well, I tell you, as I stated up front, we really started, we weren't even looking at, you know, now... So you were just doing it to streamline the check-in? We were looking to streamline the check-in, and that was really the solution we were looking for. We thought that our receptionists were actually verifying benefits as the patients were coming in, and we thought we were doing a good job with that. So that Mm -hmm. wasn't really the initial focus. We did find out, though, once we were using the system for several months, that we had gotten much more efficient at determining whether people had benefits at the front end. And to tell you that I've run a cost analysis... I couldn't give you a dollar amount, but I can tell you absolutely based on the fees related to having the system in, it's a win situation for us. So let's talk money. This is the business of medicine. What do one of these puppies cost to buy or rent? What does it cost per month, per patient, per whatever you know fees they have? How much does it cost? Sure. I think the initial investment is somewhere around $3,500 for the purchase of the hardware. Mm -hmm. Once the hardware is in place, there are monthly licensing or user fees, and depending on the size of the practice and the volume of patients, we've seen fees anywhere from $300 to $400 per month. We get billed quarterly, so our bill comes out to be somewhere around $1,000 a quarter, so $4,000 a year. If you think about the expense of seeing people without verifying benefits or seeing people that have large deductibles and not collecting their deductibles up front, Mm -hmm. those numbers add up fast. If you have, you know, depending on the type of practice you have and whether you're doing procedures or not, in our office for an internal medicine visit, and we may do ultrasounds or some blood work on a patient, we could have as many as four or $500 in charges in any one given day, two or three patients, and we're already covering the cost of the kiosk. Nick, in your group, does your software allow you to also do real-time adjudication? With the kiosk or with our EHR? Just with your EHR. It does, right. We can see whether the claim is going to be paid and at what rate it's going to be paid at. Mm -hmm. So if someone checks into the kiosk and they have a high deductible, are they going to see something in that screen saying you may have to pay up to, you know, the entire visit today, or how does that work? Right now, our system is not programmed to do that, but the way we handle it is the receptionist is going to take a look at the check-in and that 271 and see that there is a high deductible and see how much of it's been met. Mm -hmm. And then the patient would be called up to the window, and in a discreet way, we'd explain to them that they have a deductible that's not met, and they'll be responsible for their services. And most of the time, the conversation at that point ends there. And then by the time the patient checks out, we would know what services were rendered. The checkout receptionist would then look at those CPT codes and verify what the adjudication would be of that claim. And then the patient would be responsible for paying the bill at that point in time. Hi, Nick. It's so complicated. Wouldn't it be so nice if there was one payer and that was it? Our lives would be so much easier. Obviously, you'd be out of work, but it would be such an an easier process going to the doctor. That would be a beautiful thing. And then, yeah, I would be doing something else. Maybe I'd be back practicing law full time. Right. Are there other companies that offer the kiosks? And did you look at them? And 
Why did you choose the one you chose? There are other companies. Actually, I think uh, at the time we saw two other companies back three years ago. Since that point in time, there may be one or two others that have entered the market. And then along with those freestanding kiosk solutions, a lot of EHRs offer their own kiosk that's actually built right into Mm -hmm. their EHR. At the time we made the decision we made, our EHR had not fully developed the kiosk solution. So that was the reason we didn't work with our EHR. But I think that probably the place to start for anybody interested in a kiosk would be to look at the EHR they have and look at their solution. That obviously would be the most integratable environment to be in. But if it is not available or you want to look outside because some of the functionality may not be what you need or want it to be, there are several on the market, as I said. And when we looked, I think that There was actually a company, we're here in Tampa, Florida. There was a company local in Florida out of Orlando, and their solution, I think, was not integratable with our software, if I remember Mm -hmm. correctly. So that was the reason we didn't make that decision. I know there's another company. I'm going to butcher the name, so I'm not going to say it, but they're out of Wisconsin. Actually, that one company already has the functionality available to adjudicate charge card transactions or debit cards. Mm. They're probably a little further along than ClearWave is in that regard. Last few questions, Nick. How are the patients responding to it? Do they like it? Are they annoyed by it? Do they miss the human interaction? You know, the patients are responding surprisingly well. We've now been using it for three years, so obviously our regular patients have gotten used to it. When we get new patients into the practice, very rarely do we get people complaining about having to check in that way. We always make sure we keep the receptionist close to the front window. They smile at people and they greet them, so at least there's a human acknowledgement. When we started out, we thought that, well, maybe some of the elderly patients we have, because we're an all-adult practice, and probably 20% of the patients are over 65. So we thought, yeah, some of those people are not going to be real wild about interacting with technology and not having a person. But what we did was we placed a staff member out in the waiting room, and that staff member would help them with the first screen or two. And then once they got going, you know, it's so user-friendly that, and it's touchscreen, so they were able to get through it. Gotcha. Well, Nick Galantino, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Doctor, thank you. My guest was Nick Galantino, Chief Executive Officer of the Los Cicero Medical Group in Tampa, Florida. And we were talking about self-service kiosks that will actually run insurance eligibility checks for our patients. I'm Dr. Larry Caskell, and you've been listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD online, on demand, and on air. Please visit us at ReachMD.com, and thanks for listening.